Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. Is it the chicken? Or the egg. We all know that uh, that phrase, you know, the idea is which came first? Is it the chicken, the egg? Well, we're going to talk today about, you know, the chicken and egg of marketing or the chicken and egg of business, which comes first, because I think that becomes almost one of these things that we can easily procrastinate on. Should I do this first or should I do that first? Which is more important? Is the message more important than the offer? Or should I be doing social media posts to get the word out first before I learn something else? And it can really feel as if we don't know which is the best move to make. So, of course, we are ripe open then for either procrastinating needing more clarity um, or we're looking for somebody to just tell us what to do because wouldn't it be easier for somebody to just tell us what to do rather than try and work out which is first? But there are some things, Anchor, aren't there? There are some things in business or marketing that do actually have to come before something else. And it would be great if you could start off with telling us, like, what are some of those things that really have to come before something else? Totally. I mean, I'm the first to say that this isn't a linear process, right? But that's the thing. There are certain things that need to be in place before other things. So now one of the things that I love banging on about <laughs> is that you cannot systemize and automize, automate things, systems that don't exist yet, right? So if you are looking at efficiency before you have anything to make more efficient, you're going to waste a whole lot of time. Now, there's, there's basically one key piece that needs to be there first. It's like you need to know who you're speaking to, who you're looking to serve, and what it is that you offer to them, right? And you need to kind of come out with an offer that solves a problem for these people or it gets them something they really want. I think that's your foundation because I see a lot of people who – put a lot of effort into marketing or they go and go and learn how to hold sales conversations, how to do objection handling, right? And they're doing all the things and still struggle to, to sign up clients. But when you actually look, well, they don't really have an offer. Like they don't have an offer other than, oh, six sessions of coaching, right? So it's like when these foundations aren't in place, all the rest of it, all the stuff that comes afterwards is going to be just so much harder, right? So now again, like, yeah, you're not going to nail it out of the gate in most cases, right? Sometimes you're lucky, you you just come across, you see, you observe a problem that you know you're qualified to, to solve. You might come out with an idea with a very spot on, you know, here's a product, 
an offer for a particular market that can take off really quickly. So it's not impossible, but it isn't unusual for that to take a few iterations to get right. Yeah, I really hear you on that one. I think you're right. And it might be a bit of a surprise to people that because a lot of people that come to our events or some of the free challenges that I've put we've put on over the last year, sort of year or so have often been around message. I'm not clear on my message. And actually, when I've really dived into the message, they're not clear on what they're offering and they're not clear on who that solves a problem for. Not really. Not to a more granular level. You know, it's, I think, let, let's give a title. Like, for instance, um, you know, you want to help um, entrepreneurial women deal with stress. That's often a, you know, a, a really typical one that comes out. That is simply not nuanced enough. Um, and it's unfortunate. It's like it's a place to start. But the offer is like, well, how are we helping them with stress? You know, why are they stressed in the first place? Why are those? What's the affinity to those type of people? I think sometimes is that we don't realize that the offer you know, is the offer itself is the journey that you take somebody on to solve a problem, give them more skill. You're certainly taking them on an A to B journey or an island A to island B journey. And our ability to describe that journey is the message. And if we haven't got a clarity around the offer in the first place, like what we're doing to take people from A to B, then it's going to be really hard to describe it, talk about it, write about it, etc. And so we tend then to use big picture words like fulfill your potential, you know, get more resilience, because it, they just feel as if like that's outcome and solution based. But it's not it's 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 not enough at, in that in that place of trying to get attention in a busy marketplace. It's a little bit too broad. Um, so that's what I think is an interesting thing about marketing. And actually, chicken and the egg is if you go out with that and you've tried it and it's not working, well, then you've kind of you've you've gone past the chicken and the egg stage. Like you've got some data. So, you know, which comes first is like, well, I took an action yeah. and it didn't really work. Now, actually, my next step is to work out which part of that I need to start to change or to, to do something about, then you actually you are sort of, you know, you're crossing the road at least a little bit potentially at that point. But the chicken and egg is, so I think that I see is a lot of, a lot of people think they've got to have the whole course mapped out and then they have to get somebody to try and help them sell it. That to me is, that's, that's the wrong way around. Like, you know, I don't know if there's a chicken and egg because it feels like, well, if I have the course, if I've mapped things out, then people know what they're getting and know what they're buying. But if you spend all the time putting it together before you've worked out if somebody's going to pay you for it, then that doesn't work. Or at least you find out it doesn't work. So I do get that there's all these feelings in there that, well, you know, I need to know what I'm going to say to people before. Uh, so therefore, I've got to create the thing before I go and sell it. Um, and I've, I've, I've always been taught sell it and then create it. In other words, go and do a version of it that you can get people to um, buy into to some degree and then expand and go past the validation stage and develop it, etc. Or work out that that's not really what you want to do and, and find out what you do want to do instead. So I think the chicken and egg can work for us and against us is I think what I'm saying. 
I totally agree. And there is this piece that you cannot have a very fine, like granular, precise spot on message when you first come out of the gate and like, oh, I have a vague idea. Well, yeah, there we are back to this. Are you willing to put something together that is just that first piece of data? And even, you know, getting and even if somebody goes, oh, that makes no sense to me. It's like, what are they saying? Like, what are the concerns? Like, that's the piece. And I think getting that granular message is a matter of pattern spotting. So you need to have some conversations to spot patterns with. And we're coming back to this. Are you willing to have the conversations, even if you're not quite sure, or if you cannot even know that it's not quite right yet? You know, so it's that imperfect first move. And the thing is, the gold will so often come out of, like, unexpected corners literally this morning right I had a call with a client who's been a client for a very long time and she's um she's a dancer right and she's a dressmaker that's how we met and she's also a dance teacher so we're chatting because she's training to be an English teacher and you know so we we're talking around and all of a sudden she says something and I'm like wait what how do you, it was about how she memorizes the choreographies of her dancers, right? And I've been in dance classes. I know how hard that is. And I've forgotten Tai Chi sequences. And I'm like, wait, you do what? And she goes, oh, yeah, I kind of like videotape them. And I'm like, can you teach that? You know, it, this, I mean, I've known this woman for years. She has this superpower to memorize choreographies. Mm -hmm like over long periods of time, her own, other people's, like, and all of a sudden, like your dance mom, you know, like you kind of think, oh my God, there is like so much potential here. You know, that never came out. That never came out of sitting, trying to fill in a worksheet. And he, she had been looking for something to complement the, the sewing, you know, and all of a sudden there it was, Right. So I think this is, you can't expect to just kind of like fill in a worksheet and have it. You may, but it may come out of an unexpected situation of a conversation around a totally different topic. So again, it's this piece of like, yeah, if you don't have the conversation, if you don't make the space for these things to come out, you're not going to, you know, stumble across it. So it's, again, it's like the most important thing is like take a tiny step. So the bit that I know that people probably were asking on the outside and it's a, it's a frustrating question that that I hear over and over again um and I've probably said it myself to some degree which is yeah well that's all very well and good but how do I find the leads how do I get the conversations going you know which is this general thing and there is a perception as well that if they can get somebody into a conversation I've heard it people say to me I think I'm fine with the sales part I just can't get people into a conversation now I'm, again, I might throw a bit of caution to the wind here because, but I'm going to say is if we cannot get people into a conversation, we don't know what we're selling. We don't know even how to explain what we're selling, in which case we don't know it. I agree. I used to be that person who says that. And I agree. It's just not true. And actually, it was one of my previous mentors who used to say, Angela, you're always connected to your next paying client. So this for me is, I think, a really important part for coaches because innocently they try to go wide when I think they need to go deep and I'll explain what I mean by that is 
there are yes. within the arms if you if you just kind of think about your radar of, of people uh, that you know you're in some networks whether it's online groups whether it's some outside networking whether it's the previous people that you were in your job with or current or you know even some people that you might have done free coaching for or you've done some work with in different directions etc there is each of us know about 200 people that we can go and call on apparently the statistics say and so I think what the thing that we're all tempted to do, going faster, going wider, in other words, I'll post on social media, I'll get the message out about myself, as it were. And then when there's no likes, no comments, because we're actually un, un, even unaware that, that there's an algorithm that these social media networks are even using. And we don't even know whether, you know, we're, it's who's seeing it and who's not seeing it, when they see it, etc. You've not got control over some of that. There's there's this temptation sometimes to try and circumvent by trying to go wide rather than deep. And actually, for me, if you want to get off the roundabout of, you know, the feeling like it's a chicken and an egg, then it's actually taking a step with people that you know to start with um, or bringing. And, and then to me, the whole point of marketing is to actually use communication tools that could be social media. It could be paid advertising. It could be partnerships, affiliates. It could be, you know, several things. But your but marketing is the process of getting awareness onto your stuff. If you don't know what you're offering, i.e., when I ask somebody to describe, you know, what they're doing, they said we'll have about twelve coaching sessions and we'll talk about this. And I'm like, nobody's paying you for, for just to have a conversation. They'll have a conversation, but that's not that's not the offer. Um, there was a big light bulb going on. So when when people are saying to me, I just can't get them into a conversation, then I know that they don't know what they're offering. Not really. Or they'll describe, I've got a six week coaching program. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what you offer. That's the way that you deliver it. And so there is that place in marketing to understand that marketing is about the tools and the ways that you use to get eyeballs on your stuff and what you're doing so that those people can be filtered out. They can they can um, consider whether you are a relevant person for them and that whether they want to then go forward to have a conversation. And that convert bit is the process that you're bringing those people that are already considering your stuff into a conversation and from that point into delivery. So marketing chicken and the egg, if we're looking at marketing alone, it's the process of how are you going to get people to be aware that you exist and that your stuff exists and then how are you going to get them to consider you as a relevant and viable option with what you're doing before you can actually get them into uh, a situation where they will say yes to you. So those are the places to start to look at in uh, the idea of not just one thing, but a, 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 a spider web of piece by piece. But for coaches, you actually don't need a lot to start with. That spider web for me starts with conversations. As you said, you can't automate a system that isn't in place yet. So if you're not having the conversations that you're converting, then the issue is actually looking at how do I create awareness and how do I get 
people to consider what I'm doing. And then there are various ways that we use. We talk about them in the Visible Club, about speaking or events, or there's so many different things that people can be in a place of considering your offer. Yeah, I think I love that. I love that what you point out that it's always better to start kind of from the inside out, from the people you already know, where they we don't have to convince them to trust you. They already know who you are, and that's where you start, and then you can go and branch out. Because the truth is, if you can't, cannot explain what you do or make it enticing to the people who already know and trust you. You hell of a lot not going to have any success with some random stranger on Facebook somewhere. So I think it's always in that inner circle that's where you want to start. And I think that's also you know where I think all your resistance going to come up, right? But I, th- I I still think that's where where you need to start. So there are loads in there to unpack. Have a little think about this if you're listening in. What is it? Where's the missing pieces in awareness? How? Are they getting to consider you? Um, and really, if you're not converting as many, that to me, that means we're not speaking to as many. And if we're not speaking to as many, it means that not enough com- conversations or uh, asking is going on in terms of being able to describe what you do to even take it into a conversation. So we could be right back to the very beginning of chicken and egg, the beginning of time when it comes to a business is having something to offer that a group of people want to buy. So until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.